Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today, we have Diana Cluen, CEO and founder of Willow Ridge Academy in San Diego, California. Willow Ridge Academy is a Christ-centered, freedom-loving, and family-supporting private homeschool group. They assist in exiting government schools, maintaining school records, and supporting parental freedom. In this episode, we talk about the lies parents believe, how homeschooled students are more adaptable than most kids in government schools, and the variety of opportunities to socialize in the homeschool community. Also, how social-emotional learning is a byproduct of the homeschool education system, how you can build a homeschool community, and how mentoring and coaching can help you parents in this journey. Go grab your coffee, go grab a tea, and a pen and paper, and let's get into the podcast. Diana, say hello to our, our listeners, and can you tell us one misconception most have about homeschooling? Hi, everybody. Thanks, Beck, so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Um, the biggest misconception, there's actually two. So, and they're really, they're not misconceptions. They're just brutal lies that we parents just constantly believe. And that is one that you, sweet mama, are not capable or you're not qualified to teach any subject. And then we've got the second one, which is, oh, these children are not socialized. You can't socialize homeschooling kids. They're not, it's so much better in the public school. And they're just lies that we believe and we shouldn't believe them. Where did these misconceptions come from? Where do you, because whenever I meet a homeschool child, they are so articulate. They are so eloquent in their speaking. Mm -hmm. They have so much life. They are extremely curious. They're, they're wonderful kids to talk to. And they always have a heart to like help the younger kids if they're older and they can communicate so with adults. So like, where did this even come from? Well, I think it really stems back to that, that idea of the public school. So what the public school is today is not what it was, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Um, so it's really this Marxist movement. It's, it's based off of socialism, which tells the parent that the government is better than you you are not capable. You are not going to provide everything that we, the government can provide your kid. And so I think we lose sight of it, that the public school is the only place that they can be socialized. And it's so wrong because we see that students who are, and this is not, I don't, this is not the fault of the student. This is not the fault of a teacher. This is the fault of the system. And so we're, the idea that you put all fourth graders, you put all seventh graders in a room together and that they're socialized well. It's just, it's dumb. Like it's just the worst thing that we could teach people because it's not true. The way that we want to be social is what are we, where are we going? Where, where are we striving for? So we're striving for our children to have a beautiful adult life. So why would we just isolate them? So if you isolate a whole bunch of 14 year olds together, their maturity level is never gonna be past 14 years old. Wow. But if you've got these kids where they are with, right? Okay, so think about that. Think about what Marxism does is if they don't want your, your child's brain to be past 14 years, they wanna control that. Why, did, why does that wanna be controlled? 
Well, because they can't flourish. They are not going to have different thoughts. They're not going to have difference of opinions, right? Because all 14 year olds kind of their maturity levels the same. Their brain doesn't go past that. So we want as homeschooling moms, we have, and dads, we have the ability to give them um, environments with young children. So what does that provide? Well, I don't want them to be younger or dumbed down. Well, you're not dumbing them down. What you're doing is you're providing them an opportunity of service. They learn to serve younger children. They learn patience. They learn to interact and engage with children younger than them. They'll be caretakers. They're going to be hopefully parents one day. So we're already teaching them how to adapt to this younger mentality. Then we want them with older parents. Why? Because they're going to spend them most of their life, but 98.9% of their life with adults. And we want them to be able to communicate. Our children, my child specifically from four years old, was the only one that was allowed in, in, a, in a restaurant that didn't allow children. Why? Because we taught them to be around adults, even as a child, to grow and to nurture and to be mature individuals, but taking their childhood away. It's not stripping their childhood. It's providing them with this opportunity to know, okay, this is the future that you're going to have, right? We want, we want them, we want to model for them how they're to behave. So why would we just isolate them to only one model? We don't want that. So the idea that they're not socialized is just I get it all the time. And being a homeschooling mom for almost 17 years, I'm at the point where it's like, let's get a new issue. Like, this is not an issue. This is not. Children, yes, okay, if you're that parent that wants your child around kids their own age, absolutely, you can do that. Even in the homeschooling community, there's co-ops, there's sports, there's music and, you know, visual and performing arts, there's church, there's, I mean, there's so much more that you can do and you're not, your window is not from 3 p.m. until 8 p.m. Your window is from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. You have all, all this opportunity. So it's very different. And I, uh, there are far better scholars than me that could explain that socialism, Marxism connection. But it's really this whole concept that parents are dumb and we're not. No, we're, we're smarter. We're sm I'm sorry, but we have way more intellect. We have way more comprehension. We have way more common sense. Why? Because we know our babies. We know our kiddos better than anybody. Mm. You said it so beautifully. I have so many thoughts in my mind now and questions just ruminating. One thought that came to me while you were talking was what true social, emotional and intellectual understanding and learning really is because mm -hmm. if a child is able to be present around adults right there's a safety they begin to feel an understanding of who they are in this situation right in this environment they're not feeling insecure or anything they're actually growing into who they are as a person mm -hmm. socially emotionally and intellectually because this whole movement of social um, intelligence or so uh, teaching them social emotional learning, I literally heard it when you said, well, my child can sit at a restaurant with other adults because I have taught them to be 
X, Y, and Z, because you're the one in control. You're the one, you're the mama, you know, and, and the, and the papa who are coming together and really pouring into your child as a whole. I love that. That is really powerful. And unfortunately, yeah, you know, our, our system of education has been muddled and just, you know, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, it's not, uh, well, I think we've had it turned upside down, right? Definitely we have turned it down. Yes. You know, it used to be um, where the parents were the ones that teachers went to, you know, how, what do you think? How do you feel? Right. This whole like one room schoolhouse I idea where the teacher was not like somebody who said, oh, hey, hey, educate my kid because you know better. It was like, hey, I want you to educate my child the way that we see fit. I want you to nurture goodness. I want you to nurture these things. And, you know, it's like when called the heart, right? She's in that little school room and but she's friends with all of the parents and the parents help guide her. She's not like, hey, I'm on a mission and you don't get to say so. It's like, no, involve the parents. The parents know best. And this is where we've gone so wrong in America is we've literally flipped it up and made everybody think, well, parents just aren't capable. Well, I'm sorry, but the, when was the last time y'all carried a baby in your belly and gave birth to them? Like you didn't give birth to my child. You didn't give birth to my kid. You didn't nurture this child from the minute of conception. You didn't do that. What makes you think that you are stronger than I am to educate my baby? Oh, please tell me. You think I can't figure out chemistry? Yes, I can. Come on. Yes, I can. Yes, I can yes. figure out chemistry. I hate it. I'm not going to lie. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think that I cannot care for the livelihood, the precious, beautiful being that is in my body growing, that I was, if you think I'm too stupid to teach them chemistry, you then how the heck did I give them proper nutrition? How did I make sure that child lived? How did I make sure that child came into the world? Yes, I had doctors. I outsourced. I outsource. It's the same concept. I mean, we've got to get off this concept that like the government and the school knows best because they're not public schools. They're not. They're government institutions. We've got to stop calling public schools. Public schools means that pub the public, you mama, you daddy are running the show. Well, you're not. Right now, the government is running the show. So it's a government school. We have no public schools. They don't exist anymore. They don't that exist. Is, that is a really powerful like um, paradigm like wow and the word i was looking for was contaminated <laughs> oh yeah we Con are so contaminated yes. yeah contaminated with you know that that marxism um mentality and what's interesting is they're not hiding the fact that it's marxist which is really interesting and other people don't seem to really understand what that entails in the long run so i i i'm sitting here thinking you are the founder of willow ridge academy all this inside of you, you have, you have a lot of passion. Is that where the desire to build your own academy came from? Uh, yeah, I mean, it did. It started off with me just being a need for local homeschool friends that I had that just didn't feel strong in language arts. And that is my passion. That is my background. That is my love. Um, you know, I have a very uh, a different testimony on, on language arts and why I think it's the founding uh, subject of all other subjects, you know, 
God was very clear in that. And uh, it just kind of morphed. COVID hit. And I had parents who were, were like, I could never homeschool, calling, going, how do I do this? How do I, I don't know what to do. And they're like, in pan, like the panic and the tears. It just, it broke my heart. It broke my heart that parents had such a huge amount of fear like deep in their soul. And I'm even talking like Christian families who know that God's word says, do not fear. Like I have total control, the fear and the worry and the panic that something was going to happen to their kids or that they couldn't do this. And, and my sweet friend, Molly said, you know, Diane, I really think you need to start doing records for these families. I think you really need to start counseling them because you see homeschooling. You don't see it as just a way to, you don't see it as a way to educate. You see it as a ministry and you, you try to meet every family, whatever walk of faith they're in, you try to meet them right where they're at and really do that thing. Like I want to do what God says we're supposed to do. And that's to serve our community. And, um, I watched how parents literally like, and I don't mean this in a, in a hurtful way, but I had to deprogram parents. Yes. and it, it's yes. not to put them down. It is not to not love on them. I mean, this was so much love and angst in my heart that they didn't know that they were brainwashed and to watch them pull back. And I'm going to get emotional, but, and see how God just opened up the light, like the light bulb went on and to watch them go, wait a minute. You, you mean that this is all possible you mean that I can do this? You mean it's not really as hard as I thought? And you mean to tell me that I have abundant freedom in this? And I was like, yes. And so it has morphed over the last few years as to what it has begun. It was just, you know, me tutoring online to record keeping to now I'm teaching out of my home. And and majority of people that come to me are people who have had fear over a lot of, um, their freedoms, their medical and their religious freedoms that come to me. And and they learn very quickly that I'm not a mom that can be pushed around. I love that, Diana. I love, love that because, you know, it's true that that programming went deep because I was programmed and I didn't realize how deeply I was programmed until COVID hit. So I know the powers that be, you know, COVID hit and, that fear was you know infiltrated through the airwaves as much as possible but i found that it really did two things it woke people up in a in a state of like massive awakening like there was an awakening that was very strong and there was also you know the the furthering of that you know kind of like programming so you only you ended up with just two different kind of people really i i didn't really find many middle like well i you found people who became very diametrically you know one side the other side period there was it was polarized and you know so be it that's great you know what i mean it's better to actually be on one side and you know fully believe it and then when you when you realize the truth you can be pulled back it's really it's 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 just that right so I, I know with my programming, I was like, whoa, was I programmed? <laughs> I was I was so shocked just realizing the way I thought about things. And, you know, thanks be to God, honestly, that 
I was able to, you know, really have friends and see people like you who are so passionate, who are so on fire for not just education, but just the family unit, the yes, the education and, and the understanding that these children, these young adults, these um, humans going into the next uh, stage of life, that we have a responsibility. Yes, we are our brother's keeper. No, we can't always, you know, we can't always outsource our kids. We can outsource the resources to get to our children, but we can't outsource our kids. Like that's not where the outsourcing comes, right? It's it's like, I can, I can pull this person in, you know, through homeschool, like, okay, you can teach my child this, you can teach my child that, and we can talk about how we're gonna do this. I will set up the amount of classes that my kid's going to go. It's it's a beautiful thing, that freedom. And, you know, I think also that panic came in from parents because they've never been free before. Like, this was the first time so many people really had freedom and the opportunity to make a decision. And they realized, I'm not equipped to make a decision. That's a panic on anybody. You know, like, well, how do I do that? Well, and the, 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 you know, I thank God for COVID like, and people are like, what? Oh my gosh. I was like, yes, I do. And it's not, it's not about the, the illness. Okay. It's a real thing. Don't anybody freak out. Okay. It's a right. real illness, but, uh, but so, so is everything else, mm -hmm. but I thank God for it because what it did is it allowed, and I think we talked about this earlier where, you know, we're living in a really dark time, but what that super dark time has done for us is allow the light bearers to shine so we're shining that light on that and really we're educating parents on the freedoms they didn't know they had and and i can say this because we were educated majority of us were educated in the public school system i was one of those i was also the one that ended up in the in the stinking principal's office all the time because when they would start telling me that i was I was a monkey at one point i lost my marbles and i was like no no <laughs> that's not true like i i have an identity and that identity is in christ and i am way more valuable than a monkey to the lord like no so i've always been that person from a young age that would just stand up whenever darkness was present and be like uh uh let me we're gonna we're gonna have a come to jesus moment and i think that's what we've all kind of had right now is this we didn't know the freedom because we were never taught our freedoms. Like we were not taught the government, the constitution, like we should be taught the constitution. We didn't know how literally it's a living, breathing document. And so being able to give this to parents and tell parents, Hey, listen, like you are the full authority. Okay. Whether you want to accept that we were founded under biblical terms, that's, that's your jam. Fine. But the reality is, is that you have rights that no one can take away from you. And that means educating your children. And this whole, like this, this mentality of, well, we don't have school choice. Yes, you do. You have school choice in every state <laughs> you have school choice. So, and a lot of them don't realize even what those choices are. So being able to tell parents, Hey, listen, you are in full authority over your child's education. That means you pick who imparts knowledge and wisdom into your child. You are not taking your child to a building that has a teacher that you don't know. 
that you haven't vetted. That is a stranger. We will not give our keys to a stranger who shows up on our door and asks to borrow our car to run errands. We're like, we don't know you. We're not going to give you our keys to our car. But we do this with our children every single day. We drop them off to a stranger for eight hours and say, hey, educate them. Hey, and don't give them religious liberty. Give them, they don't even know what those terms are. So if I'm not gonna give my car to a stranger to run groceries that has no, no eternal value, why am I going to give my child to an institution who's gonna tell my child they have no eternal value when they do? And they, those are, those are our gifts. Those should be the things that we hold closest to us, but we, tr we treat them as less important. And, and, and I don't say that to put parents down. I was that mama. So I'm, I'm, I mean, like I I've been there, done that. So that's part of my testimony is I just was like, Oh, I, I public school is good enough for me. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. I've learned right. more as a homeschool. I've been a better student as a homeschooling parent right. than I have ever been in my whole life. Right. And um, if I can minister to these families and encourage them, and, and it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you, if you believe in Jesus or not, I'm going to serve you and I'm going to love you. And I'm going to pour out the truth to you. And I'm going to tell you that you can do it. You can totally do it. And you can do it for anything from $0 to thousands of dollars. You can, you can, you are capable and where you don't think you are, you can call on people and vet people and get into community with people and they can share their passions and gifts. I don't want one person sharing their passion with my children. I want multiple people sharing their passions because I don't have all the gifts that my children need to be surrounded by. I love that. I love that. And so obviously besides you mentoring and coaching parents in this, in this way, um york academy what does your academy provide as well like what can when a parent calls you or you know wants to know more about you know willow ridge academy what will they learn about your academy and how they'll be their child will be educated so well education doesn't always mean academics okay so and i think that's a that's a big misnomer so education doesn't mean academics you can i kind of feel like i'm the little little bit of everything everything's all a cart with yeah. us, um, you can come to us just simply because you want to have some opportunities to get together and go to the pool. You want to have some field trips. You want to have some tutoring opportunities, some social gatherings. You can just join us as a group member and do that. Uh, you can join as I become your school of record. So instead of you filing your PSA, which is your private school affidavit and becoming your own private school, I do that. I bring all of all the numbers under my name and my information. And so that means I'm a PSP, which is a, um, a uh, oh gosh, I just went completely blank, <laughs> private school uh, satellite program, excuse me. Um, and so you can, I can do that for you. So I maintain records. I help with a four-year high school plan. If you want to prepare your child for college, which I encourage everyone to do, and then I tell you, but encourage them to join, to go to a trade school instead. Uh, we want to prepare them for the world but we want to give them the opportunity that college is not the only route. It's not it's true. It's a hundred percent true. Most entrepreneurs, most, most people yes. who are very well off and wealthy and happy and are doing amazing things in this world, either started college and dropped out or never went. Yeah. And then they're hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. So we want to encourage debt-free education, right? Beautiful. Yes. Um, and then, and then, and then if you want 
someone who has experienced homeschooling for a really long time, um, who's who has a background or a certificate or just just simply a passion. You do not need to have any certification to educate your child. You don't. It's it's ridiculous. Okay, so fine, you can pass the test. Great, woohoo! That doesn't make you a great teacher. Nope, it doesn't. It, it, it it's something that's built inside you. So if you want to come to us for for that uh, to teach classes, we offer that as well. So um, I've done online, and and this last year I started a co-op outside of my home. I have a, a very tiny house, and then I have a quarter of an acre. So there's a lot of wildlife in my backyard. I live off of a canyon. So the kids get birds, they get bunny rabbits. Um, they might get an occasional snake to look at and becomes a biology project. So, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, we've done that before. We had a rattlesnake come into our yard and we needed to protect our family. So uh, we killed the rattlesnake and it became a biology lesson for our children. We dissected the whole thing and learned how beautifully these are created and how dangerous they can be if they bite you and you know all of those things so um that's an experience wow it's a total experience like education does not have to have a textbook ever like ever there are so many other ways that you can do this and and the reason that a lot of families come to me is because they know that the current state of our nation is out to get anything righteous and anything true and anything good and they want our rights away well they know that if those kids are here at my house they know that i will protect them i protect their religious and i protect their medical freedoms hands down and they are always always in authority so if there's something that they sit in on classes and listen to what i'm teaching they learn with their children uh, i have one mom who's going to be teaching she's an ayurvedic nutritionist so she's going to be teaching the children how like spices heal and how lovely foods that we would like to eat like you know kids love pizza how we can make pizza healthy and taste better than pizza that you can order <laughs> like, and how i want to learn that i know right come and join yes. us <laughs> yes <laughs> some of us moms are like um can we can we pay take the class too <laughs> she's like yeah so we're, we're doing all those things so it's very well-rounded it's community oriented it, it's just the family members and the, the just the way that these kids have become close friends that's an environment that no nothing other than homeschool can provide that's it just so can't it can't uh it, it's really quite beautiful to watch these kids grow and encourage one another in ways i i never experienced as a public school student i never experienced it at all uh and so to witness it happening without any instruction this is just the nature that they are because their parents are involved all the time. Yeah. It, it, it's a beautiful thing to watch. So we, we offer a lot of little things that can compile into a whole kind of like life for you. So with that, what if the parent is just beginning out and they want to have their children have this experience? They, they just right now they are, they do work full time. Is that, is there a possibility that they could leave them with you go to work come back later on and do that is that something that is a possibility or it's, parents are supposed to be there well so we are drop off but the reality is is that um i have take baby steps right so um it's one day a week right now i'm still homeschooling i have one more year with my my youngest she will be a senior she's going to actually help teach some lessons that she's passionate about 
to the students. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And, and this gives her an opportunity to kind of be in a different, in a different role. And so these are great things that we want our children to do. We want our children. That's how you master something, right? That if you can teach it, you can, ma you master it. So 100%. we want her to teach, we want her to teach that students who are, we are not lecture based. I don't do anything lecture. It's literally round Robin table. Sometimes they're in the grass, <laughs> laying out in the grass, just chilling. Um, and we have discussions. We talk about a lot of things. You know, what do you think? Why do you think that? Um, we have videos. I mean, we incorporate everything. So um, you Very can Socratic. do that. Yeah, and you can you can do this as a working parent, but you but it isn't as easy. I'll be honest, it's not as easy, but you can do it. Uh, and that's a whole nother thirty minutes. Like that's right. a whole nother podcast, really, to talk about how working parents can do that. It's going to require more work of you as a parent, but your babies are worth it. Um, but yes, if you, we're drop off, so I'm not a traditional co-op. I don't require parents to work. Like I, I, that's one of the things I dislike the most about co-ops is that everybody has to have a job. Well, let's, listen, some of us mamas need some fellowship. Some of us mamas just need to be like, I need a, I need, I need a day off, <laughs> and I need to know that that. The, the people who are teaching them are safe. They are teaching them good stuff. They're not teaching them, you know, follow the science. Well, nobody in science can define anything right now. So let's give them some truth. Okay. So we need to have that. So I don't do that. I don't make you do a job. It's a paid co-op. You can drop off, leave your kid here for the whole day from 10 to three. And they will be taught mostly core classes, a couple electives. And then you pick them up and then I work really hard every week you get a little worksheet that says all of the things that you have to do and all the things that are optional. So I try not to do too much. It gives parents the choice of, hey, I only want the call class, I don't want any homework, to I want a full week of homework. So all of those options are included for these parents. So what would be the call to action if a parent wanted to get in touch with you, get your resources, um, you know, sign their kid up for, you know, your, for Willow Ridge Academy, how would they be able to go about that? Yeah, they would find me at willowridgeacademy.com. Okay. And they can even email me at willowridgepsp at gmail.com. Um, and then my phone number, I have no problem giving people my cell phone number. So where I do business, they can call me and go, Diana, help. I don't know what to do, which is really what I get a lot of. And uh, so I'm sure you can provide that to, to the listeners, a phone number as well. That's also on the website. Yeah. Uh, so they can absolutely do that. And, and, and every, everybody gets a free consultation. You don't pay anything until you know that you want to join us. That's awesome. So Diana, can you leave us with one takeaway you really want parents to walk away from this conversation with? Yeah, absolutely. You have those children were given to you to nurture, to raise, to train. That makes you sweet mama and daddy. That makes you the full authority over your children. You are the full authority of your child's education. There is nothing that the government, there is nothing that your neighbor, there is nothing that society can say or do to take that from you. You are the full authority. If you want to break away from that control, if you want to exit that school, if you're afraid to do it, don't, I will help you. I, I am not the first, it's not the first time that I have called the school says you're wrong. This is what you're going to do X, Y, and Z. I will do that. I will take that burden away from you. 
I just don't want you to be in fear. You have full authority, you have comfort, you have peace, and just rest in that God-given right for your children. Diana, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. Thank you so much for sharing your passion, your wisdom, just all of your understanding and all of your resources, everything you have to offer. I'm so excited for parents just to be able to connect with you. Thank you so much for today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.